the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Go. First snap of the overtime. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They won them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stiffer got him free to the 30, to the 20. Thomas to the 10. Denver's going on the New England. They win it on the first play of overtime. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. It's a trade deadline edition of the podcast as the Denver Broncos do move on from one of their veterans and make a deal before the deadline comes to an end. I'll get you those details on the deal and uh, comments from John Elway that you will hear on this podcast talking about, of course, the trade of Demarius Thomas. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fare is just tremendous, but, well, my favorite, the 70 Colorado beers on tap, and, of course, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. I always talk about the nachos. Love that stuff over there at Tap 14. Be sure to check it out on the web, tap14.com. That's where uh, you can also check out uh, online, at least, milehighsports.com, where we have reaction to the Demarius Thomas trade. Of course, player reaction, and uh, I'll get you my reaction before we hear from John Elway uh, uh, first. Uh, this is one of those tough deals, because I think business-wise, this is a deal that makes sense. Now, the deal, of course, ends up being Denver getting the Houston Texans fourth-round pick, and then they swap seventh-round picks. really want to focus on that fourth-round pick, because that's really the value that Denver is getting back. That is scheduled right now to be number 120 in the 2019 draft, 120th overall. That, of course, obviously has yet to be determined because that could move. I'm just saying that is where it is right now. That could move. If if, if Houston was to have, per se, a average to below average second half of the season, that could move up somewhere into the 110 realm. Um, you know, Maybe the most ideal, realistic situation is more around that 107, 110 range, uh, but it's really not going to get much better than that as that's really what Denver is getting back for what many believe is potentially the second-best wide receiver in franchise history. Demarius Thomas playing uh, several, several years for Denver. He played in 125 games total, recording 665 receptions and 9,000 yards, just over 9,000 yards, 9,055. Now, altogether... Uh, he did play the nine years, or you could say eight and a half, of course, as we're halfway through this season here. And Thomas ranks in uh, when it comes to many, or, or I should say several, of the major statistical categories, if not second, third. Uh, give you a rundown. He will finish, and, and this is likely Demarius Thomas's career uh, with the Denver Broncos, he finishes second in receiving yards, second in receiving touchdowns, second in targets, second in average yards, average yards per uh, game receiving, third in average receptions per game, and third in receptions total. Real, really behind Rod Smith in just about every one of those categories. Uh, he is going to be a Ring of Famer. Uh, he is going to fall short of a Hall of Fame career, I imagine, unless something were to magically happen uh, with his time in Houston and, and maybe in other spots. 
but certainly going to fall short as a Hall of Fame career, but most definitely a Denver Bronco Ring of Famer, and of course brought Denver one of the more iconic moments in Broncos history. He catches that 80-yard touchdown uh, from Tim Tebow. Uh, that was his only overtime touchdown, by the way, as uh, he caught 60 total 36 of them coming from Peyton Manning, uh, but of course none of them more memorable than an 80-yard touchdown to beat the Steelers on January 8th of 2012. So uh, the, the Broncos' uh, John Elway spoke to the media, and uh, obviously it was it had a little bit of a somber feel, as obviously it's tough to move on from a guy like Demarius Thomas, who not only is a good player, but a good person just in general off the field, does a lot of community work. He was a fan favorite. He was beloved here for so many years and obviously now moving on to Houston. And of course, in this weird twist that sports gives us, will play against the Denver Broncos this weekend in Denver. He's going to fly to Houston, practice with the team, get acclimated with the coaches, fly back to Denver, sleep in his bed that he currently has at home, and then play the game where he usually plays at home as the road team. Very strange how uh, the the NFL works and sports works. Of course, Houston really looking for Thomas to be that that guy that uh, that one B behind DeAndre Hopkins after Will Fuller the fifth went down with his season ending torn ACL injury. And I actually tweeted it out at Thursday night when Fuller went down. I said. You know, it could be Houston who could be looking at a wide receiver. And now, of course, uh, just about an hour and a half before the deadline, they make the move. Now, I want to thank our friends at Pro Football Focus, of course, not only for being, uh, well, a a partner of the podcast. Use that promo code POD20, POD20, for 20% off your subscription to the Elite Edge memberships, but also for these statistics. Since 2006, when Pro Football Focus started keeping statistics, these are where Thomas ranks. Uh, when it comes to Broncos wide receivers with at least 50 regular season targets. This is, again, since 2006, when they started keeping the statistics, 50 regular season targets or more among Bronco wide receivers. Receiving grade of 90.9, that is first overall. 219 classified explosive plays of 15 yards or more, that is number one. His 5.2 yards after the catch per catch ranks number one. His 1,058 targets, number one. His 665 receptions, number one. So you can just kind of picture in your mind how good Demarius Thomas and really how he has been the the go-to guy for wide receivers in the Denver Broncos uh, offense all these years. So obviously very, very beloved. Wanted to get your reaction. And you can do that on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio, where the poll question is upgrade the trade. What'd you think? Uh, Demarius Thomas going to Houston for a fourth round pick, uh, whether it be A or better. We're going to do schoolhouse grade here. A or better, a B plus, a C plus, or D or worse. Those are your options with B plus being your number one answer at 45%. Um, You know, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, this was very much a business move. Look, in an ideal, realistic world, you keep Demarius Thomas as a Bronco for life. Uh, and then he retires, and he's a ring of famer and one of the greatest wide receivers in Broncos history. Uh, but Denver 
as John Elway said in his post-game press conference, got fair value for what they thought they could. The the loss to Kansas City means they're three and six. This season is going nowhere. It is time to sell. I actually would have liked to see Denver sell even more because there were other other options that potentially they could have done. But uh, d- other teams reportedly were looking for some of the bigger names: the Chris Harris Juniors, the Emmanuel Sanders, and Denver wasn't looking to move on from those guys. So uh, Demarius Thomas ends up being the only trade that Denver executes prior to the 2 o'clock Mountain Time deadline. Your responses, they are, well, uh, as you can imagine, very somber, disappointing, sad, mad. A lot of individuals uh, very disappointed on the Twitter feed at Ronnie K Radio. Uh, Andrew Meyer Law says, a good one, a leader. One who's been with the Broncos for quite some time. I understand the business aspect, but it still hurts. Too soon to to grade. Let us grieve. Uh, Spyboy on Twitter says, I'm absolutely gutted to see DT go, but on the bright side, one of the best wide receivers in our history gets to go finish his career on a contender and a good team this season. Will always be a hero, a ring of famer in Denver business side, huge cap savings and letting Sutton shine. And that's that's where I really want to focus as we move forward from Demarius Thomas is, you know, the, the emerging draft pick, the SMU product, Cortland Sutton, allows this to be a much easier transition as you are now sliding Sutton in. Over the last couple games, Sutton starting to get the same amount of targets as Demarius Thomas. Now, no doubt you are losing a, a tremendous leader in the locker room, and, and I will emphasize leader because a lot of individuals – on Twitter and uh, through the discussions, you know, it, it seemed like Demarius Thomas got a bad rap for being a, a non-vocal guy. I can tell you as somebody who was in the locker room, he was extremely well-respected. When he spoke, people listened, and he is going to leave a big void in that locker room. And, you know, there I think there was a very valid discussion about cr- the criticism for the drop passes because he does rank within the top five for a majority of his career year by year statistically. Uh, when it comes to drops, but this was a guy who also still was very impactful and uh, certainly racked up the yardage, which of course in the heyday in his prime with Peyton Manning, uh, he caught, uh, he ended up catching touchdown passes from seven uh, quarterbacks in his career with Peyton Manning the most, obviously at 36 back to Twitter for your responses. Bob says an a for everything he's been through in his life. Now, of course, he has dealt with a lot of adversity, Demarius Thomas, dealing with, uh, of course, the situation with family members being jailed and then finally released, finally watching him live for the first time. So uh, uh, Bob, obviously, uh, you know, very connected uh, to Demarius Thomas. Zach says, would have loved to see DT retire a Bronco, but it became clear that it wouldn't happen given that this was just about the best possible outcome for everyone i i will agree to uh, agree to an aspect there uh and that's zach seegers by the way one of our mile high sports writers so thanks for the uh the input there zach um demarius thomas does get to go to a winner which is nice uh the five and th- uh, i believe it's the five and three houston texans uh this is a team that uh you know winners of five straight they got a franchise quarterback things look on the up they got some defensive pieces we'll see if houston can make an impact and of course in that afc south as well too that is not exactly the most Titan or uh, um, uh, hardest hitting uh, division where you have this one team that's dominating a lot of the AFC uh, 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 East with the New England Patriots. So that very well could be a situation where we could be watching Demarius Thomas in the playoffs come January. Um, 
Green Lantern 06 says, glad he's going to a good team. There's a better chance for success in Houston than Denver. Playing with Watson and Hopkins is a good look. Agree there. Advent Nebula says, I'm giving it a B plus. While some veteran leadership may be lost, his production was slipping and his drops were an issue. A fourth and seventh round pick. Of course, it is a swap of the seventh round pick, so it should be noted, is a really good deal. And Sutton has already shown he's a future number one wide receiver for this team. I will agree to that very last point. I do think Cortland Sutton has number one wide receiver potential in him. And and I was highly critical of the Denver Broncos offense for not being an offense that didn't just throw it up to Cortland Sutton. Because this looks like a guy that can get that kind of production and, and make those kind of plays on those 50-50 balls. It seems like all those 50-50 balls, they are more 60-40-70-30. That's how good this Cortland Sutton guy is. So uh, my overall thoughts are it's a good business move it's tough on the team because there's obviously a lot of players who were connected to him brandon marshall emmanuel sand i'm not even going to list them one by one because they all went out and really uh threw their support behind brandon uh, uh demarius thomas thanking him for making them better players making them better people um and and I'll, i want to take this time maybe a little uh you know, selfish time here for me to personally say thank you to Demarius Thomas. I have worked and covered uh, several sports teams for several years, and I've ran into countless amount of athletes who have said no to player interviews, who uh, at times when they could have turned me down, they did. And that's fine, and I'm totally respectful of that. Demarius Thomas never did. He was always a guy who was always willing to speak. He was always willing to talk about the difficult times. And, uh, you know, when the highs are highs, that's great. But when the lows are lows, sometimes you figure out about these certain athletes. Looking at you, Jula, uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, but that's another topic for another podcast. Uh, but this is a Demarius Thomas who was, a, who was a, a, the epitome of a pro. He was a guy who was always classy, was always respectful, um, and I thank him for that because because that's all you can ask, um, you know, for somebody who's in my position. And and he was a he was a damn good wide receiver at that. And uh, I wish him luck in Houston. And I hope he does uh, find some playoff success and maybe potentially a ring towards the end of his career if he can get uh, another one. That would be pretty cool. So uh, good luck to him. Go back to our Twitter page here and uh, get a response from Joe Jube. Says we're deep at the position. I believe his contract is expiring, so I'm happy we didn't lose him for nothing. It was either him or Sanders, and Sanders definitely separating himself as the number one. Uh, they did have one more year on it, and that's actually going to help Denver when it comes to savings. Um, I will say this. This is crucial when it comes to Emmanuel Sanders because Sanders is actually getting paid fairly cheap for next year and this is a guy who's putting up bigger numbers as well too this is obviously making Emmanuel Sanders the guy on the team but you hope that the the side effect to this isn't a disgruntled Emmanuel Sanders because this is a guy who is absolutely outplaying his contract right now um, and really is the heart and soul at this point now of this offense, maybe outside of a guy in Philip Lindsay. So there's a lot to unpack when it comes to this. Of course, uh, it's a podcast that we just don't have time for. I do want to get to comments from John Elway, uh, and we will start with this one as he spoke about, uh, well, the value of Demarius Thomas, what they thought they could get back um, in the trade when it comes to the trade deadline. I'd help Ben on, on trading Demarius. If the value was there, that we felt the value was there. We felt that 
uh, it could help us that way as far as the draft next year and and that we thought that with the young guys behind him that we could make up for the for the space that uh, you know he would he would leave and so um, you know we, we got the value that we thought was fair and uh, that was the most important thing so you know I think that uh, it's never easy when you trade a guy that's been a household name here for a long time and done a lot of great things not only on the football field but uh, but also in the community and you know is a good man so uh, plus it's a good spot for Demarius you know they're going to a good football team and that's in a pennant race where he's going and so uh, you know it'll be it'll be good for him too now several questions were asked in regards to uh, prior to the trade if Sunday mattered if the game against Casey, if they win that game, is things differently? And this is what uh, John Elway had to say about the result on Sunday and how if it did or did not matter. Well, it didn't matter what happened on Sunday. I mean, the bottom line is there, there was some interest in, in Demarius, and we thought that, uh, you know, <clears throat> if if some, if we got what we wanted and the value was there that we thought was fair, that uh, we could make up for, for the, you know, for the trade. So, you know, that didn't matter what happened on on Sunday. So John Elway speaking about the Demarius Thomas trade. It's Mile High Sports, Broncos Blitz Podcast, a daily podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. This is John Elway talking about losing Demarius Thomas and uh, what that means for the replacements in the youth wide receivers that we've talked about in Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. When you lose a guy like like Demarius, that uh, you, you know we're going to lose a little bit, but I think that what we're, where we can make it up is with the youth and the young guys and getting them experience, and and uh, you know as as this year you know continues to go. So um, I didn't think that it eliminated our ability to compete and and uh, hopefully get it you know have a better second half than we've had and uh, the first half and and win some football games. But uh, I didn't think that that was going to impede it by making this move. And it also gave us some value that, uh, you know, we, we thought was important. Another quote here coming from John Elway. This is in regards to, uh, well, the toughness of parting ways with such a guy. Because, again, Demarius Thomas has such a long-standing stature here in Denver as one of the more beloved players uh, from fans and players as well as coaching staff and, and front office. Uh, you know, these guys all have partnerships and, and relationships, and, 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 and it's a brotherhood very much in these uh, locker rooms. And when you lose a guy like that, it affects the team in, in such a different way than anything else. Uh, this is Elway talking about the toughness of parting ways with a guy like Demarius Thomas. Well, I mean, I think that you know, anytime, like I said, with with you know how Demarius has carried himself since he's been here, I think it's always you know it, it, it's an end for you know for him and us. I think, but it's not a you know because I think as I told him, um, you know he'll he'll always be a Bronco, you know, and so. Um, it ends his career here, but uh, not his career in the NFL. And and uh, and know that, look at it as the fact that uh, you know eventually the Broncos will be reunited with Demarius. So you heard from me. You heard from John Elway. I want to hear from you on the Twitter page at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. I do have a a poll question going up where you can grade the trade. Of course, that really the only trade done by the Denver Broncos as uh, they swap essentially Demarius Thomas for a fourth round pick. They do swap seventh round picks, and I suppose there's a little value there that actually helps the Texans. It doesn't benefit the Broncos as the Broncos are likely to finish with a worse record than Houston. And again, Houston's pick right now that number fourth pick that. Fourth 
fourth round pick, number 120 overall. That obviously can shift a multitude of times week by week as teams win and lose, but you can expect it to be kind of somewhat in that ballpark uh, uh, in that fourth round. So lots to unpack, of course, from a trade deadline that was a chaotic one. Uh, this is kind of cool to see the NFL be a chaotic trade deadline. Of course, you saw other moves that it really don't uh, affect Denver too much. Um you know, uh, Golden Tate ends up going to the Eagles. That's an NFC move. Dante Fowler to the Los Angeles Rams. NFC move. Haha, Clinton Dix to the Redskins. NFC move. So not a ton of huge moves. I think the biggest one that really affects potentially Denver is really Amari Cooper moving out of Oakland. But of course, you've known about that trade for quite some time. So that really wraps up our trade deadline or our uh, pre-trade deadline um, analysis on the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, presented by Tef fourteen nineteen. 20 Blake Street, just a hop, skipping a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fare is just tremendous. Be sure to check it out uh, over there at Tap 14. Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. And of course, want to thank our friends at Pro Football Focus, who, of course, gave us those statistics earlier this year and the overall grade since 2012 for Demarius Thomas. Well, how about uh, an 85.3 back in 2012? That ranked 12th. He was very much, those were his heydays when he was ranked 12th in 2012. 12th in 2013 and 6th in 2014 when it comes to wide receivers in this league, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, of course, he did start to see those numbers slip as progressively from 2015 to 2018, 30th, 18th, 29th, 28th. So you could obviously see that production in those pro football focus grades slip, and that's what led to Denver moving on from the aging wide receiver. Of course, I want to thank our friends at Pro Football Focus. Pod 20, Pod 20, that's the promo code. Use that promo code for 20% off your subscription to the Elite or Edge memberships. I strongly recommend both of them. But uh, if you got to get one, the Edge memberships, man, they are just tremendous, but the Elite ones are good too. Be sure to check it out. Pod 20, that's Pod 20 for 20% off your subscription to the Elite or Edge memberships on the Broncos Blitz podcast. I want to leave you with this play uh, because this is probably the most iconic play in Demarius Thomas's career as a Denver Bronco. You know it. It was that cold playoff game. I flash you back to January 8th. 2012, a year that saw Tim Tebow take snaps for the Denver Broncos. And then, of course, Demarius Thomas was on the receiving end. I leave you with the greatest play in Demarius Thomas's career as a Denver Bronco and the Broncos Blitz podcast right here on My Life Sports. Go. First snap of the overtime. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They won them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stiffer got him free to the 30, to the 20. Thomas to the 10. Denver's going 